Thank you, Bishop. Keep clapping, church, will you? Will you clap with all your might? Come on. Give God the glory. I said give him the glory. Come on. Make a joyful noise. Praise him. Magnify him. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You may be seated for just a moment. Uh, I had a great experience tonight. I enjoyed this singing from all these groups. Didn't you? How many enjoyed this? Wasn't this, wasn't this awesome tonight? No, really. Wasn't this, ble- wasn't this great blessing from the Lord? Amen. And uh, from, the, from the very beginning, every singer and uh, all that came up here bless my soul immensely. And in the middle of all that, though, something else happened. I was passing through the audience in the back, and uh, I heard a most beautiful voice. And it, it, it intrigued me. When I went back, it, I heard it, and I just stopped. And I turned around to see who that was. And I didn't know who it was. And I said, what a beautiful voice. And I could see where they were standing. They were all alone. And, and I knew nobody else was hearing this person sing. And I was mesmerized. And I, I started to walk away, stop, and listen more uh, to one of the most beautiful voices in this building and that I've heard in Pentecost. They're right here tonight. I won't point them out, but the Lord spoke to me and said to me, said, that beautiful voice you heard was unto me. They were singing unto me. And he said, many of my servants are like that. They're not in the limelight. They're on the backside of nowhere. But their life is beautiful. Unto me. They're not doing it for others. They're doing it unto me. And I, I, I'm telling you, God dealt with me along those lines. Folks, when we finally learn that we're doing it for the Lord. Now, please, that takes away from no one that was up here. Matter of fact, that was incredible what I've heard tonight up here. And I wish I could hear more of it. I'd rather hear them and hear me preach. That's how blessed I was. But God singled that one event out for me to say, that's where many of my people are. They're doing it unto me. Amen. And you make up your mind in this conference, I'm going to get something from God that I can do it for the Lord even if it's on the backside of nowhere. Can you shout amen? Come on. How many want God to use you? How many want to be a beautiful life? Come on. No, really. How many want to be a beautiful life unto the Lord? You may be seated one more time. Now, to those in Radio Land, uh, you, you have to be here to understand this. This is not a conference. This is church. We are not having a minister's conference or saint's conference. We're having church. And if you haven't picked that up yet, then you need to get your feelers up a little bit higher. This is not a conference. We are having apostolic church. And can the church shout amen? 
Now, I had an experience yesterday that I've never had in all my decades of flying. I had two planes go down on me. And uh, the first one, we had been up about an hour and a half, and suddenly the intercom uh, captain came on and said, we have hydraulic problems, we must turn back now. And I heard the lady next to me, she said to me, is that serious? And uh, I knew it, I knew it was, but I just repeated what the pilot said. We have redundant backup systems. And, and I, I laughed when I heard that. It's like dominoes. Once something starts, it just keeps on. So I knew it was serious, and it's, but I just told her, I said, no, we'll be all right. We'll be okay. She's a little older lady, and inside I was going, oh, dear God, hey, man, I may never make it to Spokane. <laughs> I may be in heaven before this is all over with, and uh, so that all evolved, set on the ground, and then after so many hours, the next plane that was coming to get me was hit by lightning, and it went down, and that was 24 hours, no plane there, so... Uh, before I laid my head last da- down last night was 22 hours on my feet, amen, to come to Spokane. Did anybody beat that in here? Did anybody beat that? 22 hours. So here's what happened, and this is why I'm doing this. I said, okay, God, what's up? Something's up. you never done it like this before. Two planes go down. So I'm all ears. Talk to me. I got plenty of time. I ain't going nowhere in a hurry. He said, I'm going to. I'm going to speak to you. Listen to me closely so that you do not miss it. I said, okay, God. I can't preach the first thing. He said, be still and listen to me. I'm going to speak. So I laid my head on the pillow this morning for the first time. And the Lord gave me a vision. And I'm going to do exactly what he showed me to do in the vision. He said, alter nothing. Do everything you planned on doing. The prop is back there waiting to be brought to the platform. He said, now... Open your Bible to those scriptures that you were going to read. This is all in a vision. And he said, when you begin to do these things, I'm going to speak to you. And I'm going to give you other scriptures. Do not proceed with what you were going to do. He said, I've kept this hid from you for a reason. I've told nobody. I was in the room with my son all this time. I did not tell him. I did not call my wife. I told nobody what is about to happen. And when this happened to me, I saw a woman. You're here tonight. You are a minister's wife. You are precious to God. And you are hated of the devil. And God is going to speak not only to you, but to many of us here tonight. And He's going to break some strongholds in the Holy Ghost tonight that's going to launch us 
into some things that we never dreamed would happen in our life. Now, what I want to know is anybody wanting to go there? I can't hear you. Is anybody ready for the next level? If you are, clap your hands, stomp your feet, shout unto God. I feel the waves of the glory of the Holy Ghost. Somebody help me. Come on, somebody help me tonight. Louder, louder, let it roar. Woo! Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, hallelujah. Woo! Are y'all ready to have church? Come on, are you ready? Several things as you turn in your Bibles, please, to 1 Samuel, the 22nd chapter, first verse. First of all, thank you, son. Amen. You have made God proud and me proud. Amen. You have laid the foundation with all these other men for what God wanted me to do. Thank you, Bishop. I love you. I honor you. I talk about you all over America, and it's all good. And, uh, and your wife and your family. These are precious people. And I love them. And they love the ministry. And they love the Word of God. Isn't it good to have a conference like this? Isn't it good to have church like this? Aren't you glad you're here? Turn and look at somebody and say, God's ready to take you to the next level. Now, come on now. If you're going to say it, say it. Shout across the aisle at somebody and say, come on, say it loud. Are you ready for God to take you to the next level? Oh, come on, y'all. I might tell you. Now, I'm obeying God. And I'm doing exactly what he told me to do. He said, I'll give you the word, amen, and I'm not going to give you until you get on the platform. And he did. So here we go. First Samuel, the 22nd chapter, and the first verse. David therefore departed thence and escaped to the cave of Dulam. And when his brethren and all his father's house heard it, they went down thither to him. And everyone that was in distress... And everyone that was in debt and everyone that was in discontented gathered themselves unto him and he became a captain over them. Now, I wouldn't mind being a captain, but I wouldn't want to be over that. Can you say amen to that? That sounds pretty depressing. Can you say amen? And he became a captain over them and there were with him about 400 men. And David went thence to Mizbah of Moab. Everybody say Mizbah of Moab. There's a reason for that. And David went thence to Mizbah of Moab and said unto the king of Moab, let my father and my mother, I pray thee, come forth and be with you. What? 
did he say here now? Till I know what God will do for me. Now that may sound awesome, but it's really not. Because he is telling the king of the Moabites, you keep my family till I can figure out what God's really going to do. Yeah, that's not the way to do it. Amen. And he brought them before the king of Moab, and they dwelt with him all the while that David was in the hold. Did you catch that? They were in bondage, and you may not think so, but I'm going to show you some things. They were there in the land of the Moabites till David got out of that hold. And the prophet Gad, thank God for the preacher, said unto David, Abide not in the hold, depart, get thee into the land of praise, Judah. Then David departed and came into the forest of Arith. And when Saul heard that David was discovered and the men that were with him, now Saul abode in Gabeah under a tree in Ramah, having his spear in his hand and on all all his servants were standing about him. Now I'm going to give you a principle and I'll try to bring it out in the message. Look at the sixth verse again. And when Saul heard that David was discovered and that the men that were with him now Saul abode in Gabeah under a tree in Ramah having his spear in his hand and all his servants were standing about him. Now, for constraint of time, I'm not going to read the other scriptures. I'm just going to quickly fill in here, give you some little more flesh to this, so to speak. Amen. What happens here is now the story, amen, is told about Ahimelech and Doag, Saul finding out that the high priest Ahimelech had helped David not knowing what was going on innocently he did it and then Doag begins to slaughter and uh, out of this slaughter comes Ahimelech's son by the name of Abathar and then we'll get into the story I just wanted you to know what happened after David on his way running to the cave came by the house of God and you remembered it well we'll bring it out I'm going to minister tonight on this thought of from from fear to faith. From fear to faith. And I'm going to subtitle it, There Was Another Mizbah. There was another Mizbah. My God, church, you're going to have to get anointed now. I, I'm serious. You're going to have to get anointed. How many want to get anointed with the good word? Of... No, you're going to... No, if you're going to clap, clap. Come on now. Everybody. Come on, everybody. Woo. Now, before you're seated, I want you to put your hand on the shoulder where it's appropriate and ask God to anoint their ears and to anoint their heart. Everybody pray. Come on. I want to hear you pray, church. You pray loud. In the name of the Lord. God, by the authority in the name of Jesus, open our ears, open our hearts to receive from your word. God, we're ready to move to act in faith. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. All right, put your hands together one more time. Y'all ready to have church tonight? No, no, talk to me. Y'all ready to have church tonight? 
<coughs> Amen. You may be seated. My ministry has spanned a wide scope, not just in time, but in diversity. And I have been blessed to have met many people in many situations and circumstances. Now, after this number of years, I am coming to the conclusion there is an all-out attack and assault upon the ministry and their families and on the saints of the Most High God. Now, I know that may sound trite into some of your hearing, but it really is and is true. It has depth to it, and it is really happening. Fear has come, come on, to, to bring something against the church and God's people. There's a reason for that. And the reason for that is hell knows that something good is coming our way. Has been. Is right now. Now I don't hear a strong amen. So you need to get your eyes open and understand we're going to another dimension. Come on. In the apostolic power. Has anybody been hungry? Help me. Is anybody hungry? I've watched this insidious spirit of fear began to take hold of the lives of men and women. I want to convey you a story about one of the finest gentlemen that God allowed to come into my life. And uh, he had nothing more than a third grade education, but he had a PhD. He, in his mind and life, he was one of the most brilliant men I have ever, ever known and been acquainted with in my life. A genius of a man. Became extremely successful in his business. One night I got a call late from his wife. She was weeping and sobbing and crying. Likewise his children. I said, what's wrong? And said, he's being overcome. He is under such stress that he can't not take it anymore and I knew that we were dealing with something from his youth there was a spirit that had been put on him by a family member of fear and he fought that all of his life now I feel that I am ministering to some souls here tonight that there's spirits that have been put on you amen since you were a child and I bring the word of God to somebody tonight to tell you it's going to end it's going to end tonight I'm not come on I'm not playing games I am dead serious folks if we're going to go where God wants us to go we got to let go of where we've been. Help me now. Somebody clap your hands and shout amen. We've got to move with God. You may be seated. Now this man is a man's man. He is one strong, tough individual. When I walked in that house, he was weeping and crying. I knew that he was hurting and hurting deep. 
And so I said to him, I said, what's wrong? I can't take the pressure anymore. I'm going to sell my business. And I knew it was a profitable business. I said, what do they ask? What do they say they'll pay for it? He said, a quarter of a million, 250000 I'm out. I can't take it anymore. I want the money, and I'm leaving. I said, no, sir. No, sir. You're selling out too cheap. I said, go get me the bottle of oil. I'm going to anoint him. We're going to cast that spirit out of this house and off of him. No, sir. No, no, devil. You're not going to have the blessings. No, no, devil. You're not going to steal. Somebody preach with me. I'm telling you, God has made some promises under you. Oh, come on. God, God, come on. Somebody shout. Tell that devil, you're not stealing my blessings. I can't hear you. Everybody. Woo. My God have mercy. Holy Ghost fell in that house. I'm telling you, he did not sell that business. Later he did. I ain't going to tell you what he sold it for till the end of the message. That ain't right, is it? But that's the way it's going to be. Hallelujah. It turned out good. But somebody had to make up their mind. Enough is enough and I'm not putting up with this anymore and I'm directing some remarks to that good sister in here you are going to have to stand your ground tonight and you're going to have to face that enemy and say you ain't running me anymore I'm through running it's over I am stuck come on y'all Come on now. Come on, don't sit down on this. I'm telling you, something is going to break. Are you ready? Are... Woo! Come on, we're not having a conference. We're going to have church. We're going to have church. Hallelujah. Now, what God began to deal with me and said, these things have got to be handled. And he gave me this story about David. Now, first of all, I empathize and sympathize with this young man. He was horrifically outnumbered. I understand this. I see the dilemma that he was caught up in. But you got to realize he had an anointing on him that was taking him to the throne. Folks, let me tell you something. When that anointing comes, it'll pick you up and take you on the way. Hear me now. You got to make up your mind what's going to happen from that time that God touches you till you get where he wants you to go. Somebody said amen. Said amen. Now, David, David does this. He runs from Saul and that large army. He comes to God's house. And when he gets to God's house, he, man, he says, I need some bread. And I need some help. 
And so he said, we got the bread and we had the sword that you killed Goliath with. He said, that'll do. Give me the bread and give me the sword. And so he brought the sword and the bread for David and his men. But here's our problem. He kept on running. In other words, he did a drive-by at the house of God. Did you hear what I said? He did a drive-by at the house of God. God is sick of drive-by saints. Come on now. If you're going to shout later, shout now over this. Come on, somebody. If you're going to get some firepower and some manna, my God have mercy. Stay long enough. Dear God, I tell you what, everybody get on your feet for a moment and clap your hands and shout unto your God. Hello? 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 Somebody leap for joy. Somebody run in the Holy Ghost. Somebody tell the devil. Woo! Oh, yeah, come on now. You're already ready to sit down again. God is tired of drive-bys. You may be seated. I'm going to tell you, folks, to move where God wants us to move, we're going to have to think about church differently than a lot of us think about it. Not just a couple songs and an offering and a message, and then we move on to other things. we got to make up our mind, whatever I get here, that I want it to come on, to move in my life. I don't want to grab up a sword and get the manna and keep running from my enemy. Jesus! Jesus, Jesus, come on. If we're going to have church. Somebody help me now. Come on. If if we're going to have church. I got a sword. I got manna. Come on. I got bread. Turn and look at somebody and say, let's have church tonight. No, shout across the aisle. Let's have church tonight. Now look at somebody else and say, God's tired of drive-bys. You may be seated. Now what happens is that he runs from the house of God with a sword in his hand, bread in his mouth, and he climbs in a cave alone. He is alone in the beginning with those few men that are with him. But everybody else starts hearing about it. His family... His brothers, they all hear about it. And they go down. 
Folks, you got to catch the trajectory of this. Once you decide to run from God's house, from an enemy, it's down from there. You didn't hear me. God, the Holy Ghost is going to minister to us. You don't come to church and go down. You come to church and you go up. Come on, somebody. Get up. Get up. The house of God is not a place to be depressed. My God, if you can't clap, then move your feet. If you can't move your feet, clap your hands. If you can't do that, open your mouth. Let God know. Come on, let God know. I'm coming to church to go up. You may be seated. Let me tell you, folks, fear is like a disease. It's contagious. And it'll start working on you, and it'll jump on somebody else. It'll get on your husband. It'll get on your children. It'll affect everything about your life. It'll affect your home. Come on. It'll affect everything. When you read about the wild man of Gadara, read about him. The Bible said he was a man of the city. He once had a home. He probably had a family. And that devil walked into that home when he was in the city and took him to the tombs. Somebody has got to tell the devil, now you out of my house. You are out of my house. Get out. Come on, get out. You ain't taking me nowhere, devil. I ain't living in the tombs. I'm not living in the graveyard. Somebody help me. Woo! Somebody help me now. Shout with all your might. Devil, get out of my house. Shout it louder than that. Get out of my house. Come on. This is my house. This is my church. Anybody here with me now? Come on. Come on, sister. Come on, brother. You got to cut that spirit off. You may be seated. <coughs> now, everybody started coming. Man, he, he was captain over the negative. My God, he'd wake up in the morning, look at a bunch of beat down, bedraggled, whipped people. And all they could talk about amongst each other is, what, what debt was you running from? Oh, man, you can't believe it. IRS was at my door. My God, debtors were at my door. I'm just one step ahead of bankruptcy. Come on, I'm going to deal with some stuff here tonight. I'm going to deal with some spirits here tonight. We're going to deal with some spirits. I'm sick and tired of the devil's hand in the pocketbook. Come on, somebody. Come on, you got to get a hold of this tonight. Are you ready? 
for the abundance. Woo! Are you ready to be blessed? Discontent, distressed. You may be seated. I can imagine David woke up every morning and said, I got an anointing, but I got a mess on my hands. And part of it's my problem. They found me in the hole first. If you are going to lead people to this next dimension, you got to get out of that hole. You got to change the way you think. You, no, no, you're not with me now. Now, back it off a little bit. Come on, come on. If you're a Sunday school teacher, if you're a deacon, I don't care who you are, you got to make up your mind. I'm not living in this hole. Oh, somebody shout back at me. Somebody clap your hands and shout with all your might. I'm out of this. I'm out of this. I'm not going to live in poverty. I'm tired of it. Maybe see. Huh. I'm going to tell you, folks. Here's what happens. There are two things in that cave besides the people. One you can see and the other one you can't see. In the darkness of that cave was that sword leaning up against the wall, bloodstained from the victory of killing the giant. And there was something else you couldn't see. Flowing in David's veins was the past of the Moabites. His great-grandmama was a Moabitess. That bloodline touched David in that cave. Let me tell you something. Tell you something about bloodline. Tell you something about the past. You got to realize that ain't your life no more. You got to make up your mind. I can't help what my grandpappy or my mammy help me now. I can't help what's going on. But I, I said I can make up my mind. Somebody preach with me. Quit blaming it on others. Somebody say, it's me coming out. It. I'm just about to figure out some of you where you're sitting now. It take me a little while, but I, I'm coming now. I, I, I see it on some of you. I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost, this is your night. I'm not playing games, and you shouldn't either. This is your night. God is ready to do it. Not only women, but men too. Are you hearing me? Oh, God, somebody hear the Holy Ghost. Say, come on, somebody hear God. Woo! 
by God, by God, open your mouth, open your mouth, touch your God. Yeah! Be that greater! Yeah! Be that greater! 
Come on, y'all. Let's covenant with one another. Are you ready? Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Don't you let this stop. Don't you let this stop. Don't you stop. Come to Judah. Woo. Come to praise. Come to praise. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes again. Woo! Come on. On the periphery. In the front. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get out of my house. There you go, sister. There it is. It's yours. It's yours. Come on, y'all. Let's have church. No, let's have church. Heal them, God. Heal them. Heal your people. Bless your people. Deliver your people. You're selling out too cheap. Get it all. Get it all. Come on, young people. Pray for one another. Come on, sister. Pray for your sister. You will not take me to the tombs. You will not drag me. You will not attack me with the spirit of fear. Send up a roar. Send up a Holy Ghost roar. I refuse this. You will not take me to the tombs. <laughs> 